0: Call me crazy if you want, but I've never, liked store-bought pests. I don't know if I can top that one, but when I was in law school, I got a text from a random number telling me to send naked pictures of myself. I said, you're crazy, who is this? And they told me it was a person that I went to school with. I ignored the text, and then I started getting progressively angrier and angrier text messages from this number, like, saying crazy things. I got a little nervous, so I emailed the dean of my school, and I sent all the screenshots of the text that I was getting, and I was like, hey, this person says that they go to school, and I don't know what's going on. Later that day, I get a text from the same number telling me that I need to meet them at the Roxy Hotel at 10 p.m. Otherwise, they're going to print pictures from my profile on a sugar daddy dating website and put them all over my school. I did not have any kind of profile on any kind of sugar daddy dating site, but either this person or somebody else, I guess, made a fake profile, used my pictures and said that they were trying to pay their way through law school to scam people. The person keeps texting me, threatening to extort me, all this crazy stuff. I decide to go to the NYPD. I went to the precinct by my apartment and they told me that they couldn't help me. I had to go to the precinct by my school. By the time I get to the right precinct, I'm losing my shit. I am crying, hyperventilating. The detective actually threatened to arrest me unless I calmed down and actually left the room to give me space. He then came back into the room, interrogated me for 20 minutes about whether or not the sugar daddy dating profile was mine and threatened that they could find it out. Like if that was something illegal, I made the terrible mistake of asking the detective if he had a daughter and he got furious and left after like 45 minutes of sitting in this room alone and not knowing what's going on another detective finally came in and i got to explain what was going on their brilliant solution was to text the guy back pretending to be me and make me go to the roxy hotel with nine undercover cops because me walking into a hotel with nine guys behind me is totally normal i begged them i was like please this cannot be a good idea but what do i know so I walk into the Roxy hotel, I've got all these cops behind me, and they're texting the guy pretending to be me, saying that I'm walking in, asking for a room number. He gives a room number, and me and nine cops get into the elevator and go up to whatever floor he told us. We're knocking on the door of the room that he said, and like this little Chinese lady opens the door. The guy must have been there in the lobby or something, because then he starts texting my phone like crazy, saying, I said no cops, I saw you come in with all these guys, you're done for, I'm putting the pictures everywhere, I know where you live, blah 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 blah. I lived in a studio apartment by myself. So I am losing my shit. And the cops were kind of just like, oh, this didn't work. If anything else happens, let us know. They wouldn't even drive me home because I lived outside of where their precinct was. They told me that they couldn't track the phone number because it came from an app that was based in Canada. And that there was nothing else that they could do for me. But if anything happened to me, to come back. But if I got raped, make sure I get a rape kit first because without the rape kit, they can't help me. So I go home, I email my dean, and I tell him what's happening again. This time, because I mentioned the NYPD, I guess he all of a sudden decides to pay attention. He invites me to come into the school and have a meeting and explain what's going on. I was so nervous in preparation for this meeting and my parents didn't live in New York. A really good friend of mine whose dad was actually an attorney agreed to go with me and I was so, so, to this day, I'm so grateful. I think that I'm going in to have a meeting with my dean and explain what happened. What really happened was I walked into a room of nine people, including deans of the school, but more importantly, the school's attorney. Since everything that had happened had been over text, I had it printed out and I brought it in when i gave it to the dean and i was about to explain what happened, he slid the papers over to the school's attorney and went back to doing stuff on his blackberry looked up maybe two times during the whole meeting while i was speaking nothing really came of it, the guy and everything disappeared until a few months later random guy in my con law class decides to add me on facebook, in law school that's not really weird because if you miss a day of class, you know somebody else was in your class, you can message him and ask him for the notes for that day so i add him. he starts messaging me on facebook, complimenting me, asking me on dates, i'm like oh thanks, i have a boyfriend the guy was so persistent that I ended up like showing my friends. I was like, this is really weird. This guy just won't quit. And they're like, ah, oh, maybe you should tell the school. One day as I'm walking out of school, I see the guy sitting in these chairs by the entrance and he holds up his phone to me and calls out his name. He's like trying to show me his phone screen. I couldn't see what was actually on his phone screen because he was playing music and the music box was like blocking it off. So I just kind of eh, walked out. Later that day, he sends me a screenshot of the screensaver of his phone on Facebook. And it's my Facebook profile picture that he made the background of his phone. And he's like, the best part of my day is unlocking my phone and seeing your face." At this point, I'm like, okay, I gotta call the school. So I go to the school and I'm like, hey, remember that stalker situation I had? Well, I think I know who it is. Either that or I'm just the unluckiest person. (laughs) I file a Title IX claim, which is like sexual harassment. They do this whole investigation and the guy actually admits to stalking. He tells them that he memorized my class schedule so that he could sit outside the classroom to say hi to me or bye to me whenever I'm going in or out. Random stuff like that, really creepy. Then he starts making fake Instagram pages and keeps trying to follow me on them and all this stuff because the school basically put a communications ban so he couldn't reach out to me, I couldn't reach out to him. It was torture. Like literally on every social media account, I'm just getting all these requests from all these random accounts and all of them have names on them like, please, I'm sorry, please talk to me, forgive me. Mind you, I don't know this guy. I've never spoken to him in person. I've only ever seen him like across the room in a classroom. To this day, I still can't prove the correlation between him and the first guy or the fact that they're the same person. For the sake of my sanity, I tell myself they're the same person, and I do truly believe that they are the same person because lightning cannot strike twice. But yeah, after everything, the school basically asked me what I wanted to do, and I was like, I'm not trying to ruin this guy's life, but I do want to go to school in peace. They decided to suspend him while I was in school still, and then they let him back in as soon as I graduated. So when I went to go study for the bar exam and I went to my school's library, guess who was the first face I saw when I walked into school? Never went back there. And that is why I deliberately ignore comments that ask me where I went to law school because I am not trying to promote those people. Almost as crazy as not liking store-bought pesto. Almost. Shortcast Club.